That's our song. Oh, can you feel it? Oh, yeah, everybody. It's time to sit back and enjoy another episode of the Afternoons with Josh, Kane, and Amanda. A silly look at our serious world. It doesn't matter when you listen, Ken, as long as I unmuted my mic just in time. It's always the afternoon when Amanda looks disheveled. <laughs> yes, it is. Hello, everybody. Hello. Robbie Smith watching live. Ooh, we yay. got AJ the Schwockert. You guys yeah. remember Pascal. when I used to like, get dressed up Kurt. and look pretty for this? Because <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I remember. I remember. Um, I, it's just, it's. Listen, it's hot. I put Josh to work. We're moving stuff around. We're just, we're kind of a mess today. Let's, I mean, Rangel Donald asked the perfect question. For those listening to the podcast, I am wearing a headband. Is Josh playing a game of racquetball? Well, if you're moving your entire living room around in 100 degree heat, <laughs> uh, then yeah, you're going to put on a headband and I was sweating through everything and I'm going to do a workout after this. So I figure... Mm. Let's start early, Ken. You, know? you, you look like some uh, Wes Anderson character who's going to play racquetball during like a boardroom meeting, like really quirky, silly, charming. Like, why is he doing that? I don't know. That's Beal. You have never met Beal? <laughs> it's, yeah, it's like business casual is my headband. We need some business casual brand headbands. Is that a thing? I don't know. Ooh, business casual headbands. God, every time this show starts, we think of a new small business idea. I know. Ken, do you want to hear a really good small business idea? I do. I do. Okay. Oh. Tell I'm, me. Am I, I'm tuning out this early in the show. No, no, no. You know this idea. Oh. Yeah, share yeah. it. Lay it on me. Don't let okay, it. Okay, you ready for it? Yeah. Okay. It's, it's a candle company. Mm-hmm. Okay. We sell candles. Oh, no. And it's called Big Wick Energy. Like... <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. But we I w- also have some other names mm-hmm. for some other scented candles, like the John Wick candle. Oh, yeah, yeah. duh. And maximum effort. Oh boy, are they all puns? Yes, of course. Of course. So this is great. Anything else, really? This <laughs> is a great idea. I really do love this idea. We can get some space in the mall right now for cheap. I know that for a fact. Uh, is it? I, I don't want you to shy away from like vanilla, potpourri, rose petals. I think I, I don't want the joke to be that it's like masculine candles. I want it to be all candles are represented, and that will open up your pun world. But but yes. but I think this is beautiful. I'm sorry, Amanda. Uh, I'm gonna have to disagree with you. Uh, this is the greatest idea ever. We're gonna quit the show <laughs> and do this now. See, big wick energy. Uh, I will say, if the branding was on point, like mm-hmm. the logos and everything, I, I I think it's funny. I think people would buy them. How many like frat bros out there would get some candles for the ladies and call it Big Wick Energy? Baby, I got you some Big Wick Energy candles. Oh, thanks. <laughs> it smells like trunk. Yeah. Like, what's that? It's like a mixture of softball cleats, golf clubs, <laughs> an extension cord, Big Wick Energy. Gas station cheese. <laughs> a day old burrito that you left in the back seat. Here, old, old hand sauce says, "I want a candle that smells like frosted flakes." Genius! Oh, that's the, that's Genius. the best. This idea is just take, taking away for some. 
Do we need to trademark this? Make a T-shirt right now and then make I'm it our own. I'm worried that Josh said it out loud before he did trademark it. Yeah. Well, this acts as proof. I think the way the government's working right now, all you have to do is have it on live stream and time, sta- uh, time stamped and dated, and, and we're good to go. Yeah. Yep. 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 So what what caused this, uh, all that sweat to have a f- couple leaves in your shot? No. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. We, I don't know if you guys know, but we're having a baby. Uh, uh, okay, yeah, okay. In Show them the bump. Show them the bump. My bump's getting Bump. Big guys. Bump. I hate when people do this like, hey. That's I mean, a bump. That's a baby bump. If you're listening on the podcast. Oh, yeah. Amanda. That is a real baby bump. Yes. Uh, screenshot that. That's a beautiful thing. Guys, um, I'll be honest. Everything on my body is getting bigger. <laughs> and so it's just creating more sweat in a lot of places. Oh, wow. Wow. It's a, it's a, it's a universe of sweat. Um, it's a scene, man. It is. I scene. just... Listen, I don't want to get too graphic here, sure. but the boobs are heavy. <laughs> I'm like doing I'm doing some weightlifting over here. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's that's the So best I when I get a bug up my butt about uh-huh. something, uh-huh. I like can't stop. So because I'm and and mm-hmm. I think Josh would agree with this. Usually when that when the bugs up my butt, I just do it myself. And I like Josh will hear me like grunting from the mm-hmm. other room, mm-hmm. you know, lifting something. And I just do it. I've always, my mom was always that way. Gotcha. I've always been that way. If I want something done or something moved, I just do it, figure out a way to do it myself. Yeah. However, now I'm pregnant. And so I can't really be lifting all those things and doing all no, the same no, no. before. Yeah. So I have needed to enlist Josh's help with things. Which she should do. I'm good at which, moving yes, things. He is good at it. It's just, it's like, it. when I want to do it, I want to do it like right now. And Josh will be like, okay, well, I got to do this thing first. I'm like, nope, too late. I'm, I've already started doing it. So it's annoying. It's annoying, but I can't help it. It's how I'm wired. It's, yeah. It's the program. So we had the Peloton yeah. in the base. Yeah. <laughs> We're a little ahead of the game here because I'm only technically halfway, but We've right. had the Peloton in what will be the baby's room. Okay. And I've just had boxes of baby stuff, like leaning against the walls mm-hmm. and rugs still unopened and just crap everywhere. Yeah. Okay. And it's making me crazy because I walk in there to a mess every day. So I wanted to get the room cleaned up and start like setting things up where I want them. But that means moving the Peloton to the living room. But our living room, you know, we're just, we have limited space here. So it's like we had to move the couch out to then fit the Peloton into the Mm -hmm. corner. And then um, yesterday I got some more, like, I got the storage cabinet that Josh had to build. So I made him build it. He doesn't know this yet, but he also is going to be building a crib in the next couple of days. And it is my birthday tomorrow. So I'm just saying. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So we've just had a lot of, like, I'm trying to get our home like staged and done and organized and neat so that I can just like nest for yeah. the next few months and relax yeah. and not really have to worry about Sounds all of it when I get really big and pregnant and uncomfortable. Sounds smart. Uh, now I can like help and. Ken, I will say this. Yeah. 
I learned my lesson the last time I built a cabinet and the doors were crooked. So this time oh. I I really went like leveled things out and the doors yeah. are still a little crooked. How do you? <laughs> He did a really good job, though. He really paid attention. Last time was a little, eh, I was like, were you even watching okay. what you were doing? Yeah. This time it really was. It's just, it, you know, it was like one of those Target cabinets that really, it's yeah. really pretty. Very pretty, Ken. I'm but so- it was inexpensive, which is what I wanted. Yeah. But it's pretty, so it looks expensive and nice. But you got to put that shit together. And it's a pain in the butt. Yeah. So, um, can I, I'm going to switch camera angles here. Um, Josh. Can you fix that uh, wardrobe? The left side door, it's crooked. And every time I pull out the drawer, it clips the door. And I tried to uh, fix it, and it didn't. It's still crooked. Can you come over in a mask and fix it? Well, here's the thing, Ken, is you'd think I could. Yeah. But the wise people, at, I don't know if you got that at Ikea or Target it's, or Home Depot or something. something. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Is they... I feel like there's a bunch of drunk guys playing a joke because they know that guys are building these for their girlfriends or their wives or their fiancés, whatever. And they're like, we're going to make one of the holes crooked yeah, and thus ruin your night trying to get it straight. And you're going to swear and you're going to yell and then eventually you're just going to give up and it's going to just look somewhat off. It's it's the worst thing because, you know, because then. I get it, you know, I try to like do it myself, but then I just fail and and then I get I get yeah. to hear about it. I get to hear about it. Why oh, didn't you it, just have have someone help you? Why did you did, 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 you know? Did, 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 did. No, I hear you, dude. Mm-hmm. Uh so when I need to put together things like when I put together this crib, I'm going to take my good ass time to make sure that this thing is nailed perfect yeah. because here's the thing, once you go past step 7 and you get to step 9, forget about it. It's over. You're yeah. done. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Sorry, I'm getting I'm getting reports about our dog doing inside of a house. Sorry, these texts are coming in live. Breaking news: Baxter just dude on the floor. Okay, Um, poor Baxter's been in his cage all day because we've had these very nice AC guys. They're really nice. They're replacing our ACs because we have old ACs. I love them. They've been here since the morning started. (laughs) <laughs> They're still here right now. And we have poor Baxter in a crate. And the dog's like, I got to do. So, yeah, <laughs> I got to do. Anyway. Hey, you got to go. You got to go. All right. Yeah. So, Ken, here's a good question from Christy McGee. And I think it's a, it's a legit question. Do you get joint birthday anniversary gifts because Amanda's birthday is so close to the anniversary? Okay. Now, it's like a kid who has a birthday on December 23rd and then it still expects Christmas presents. On the right. 25th. Right. That is not true. <laughs> I first of all, I planned the wedding poorly, but it was the it was the only time it was the, the wedding. The yes, because I could have oh, planned oh, the wedding right, like right, further right. away from my birthday, so we didn't run yeah. into this issue. But listen, we were going with the fall wedding. That was the date. There was nothing I'd do about it. So, okay. um, I don't think we do joint. Josh is really good with gifts, gifts and sense of. He's okay. not great at picking them, but yeah, yeah. he's no. really good at making sure I have. I feel celebrated and I have something, whether it's an experience or an actual item or whatever. Um, That's good. So I feel celebrated both on our anniversary and my birthday, whether, whether it's something that's like material item or an experience. Um, But I, birthdays to me are not that big of a deal. I mean, I love celebrating them, but what, what? I never want anyone to go out of their way for me. So, 
Okay. It's not a huge why, deal. Why? Where does it come from? That sounds like something we got to work on. No. I, no, but hold on, real quick, real quick, real yeah. quick. Now, yeah. Ken. Yeah. If you were me. Yeah. Would that would that feel like a trap I was walking into? Like, am I walking into a trap? Oh, that she's that she says. That, oh, yeah, hundred percent. She's laying. It's like that scene in Kelly's Heroes when they come on the minefield and they have to go through it. Yeah. That's right. So I made reference to a 1960s World War II trap. Mm-hmm. I, it is my personality, and I have always been this way. Mm-hmm. I never want to be a burden on anyone. I never want to inconvenience anyone. I never want to be the reason that someone feels... Okay. All right. Bothered. Like, I just... I'm hearing I, you. I, well, I think like, that birthdays... I know that's a wrong thing. Like, it is my birthday, and I should be like, hey, y'all, everybody celebrate me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I, I, that's just never been me. I don't know why. I've just always been the person who like never wants to uh, ruffle anyone's feathers. Like, don't be inconvenienced because of me. Yeah. Which actually has. I understand. Has caught up with me, and I think it's actually. You got it. Look, me now. We we talk a lot, yeah we talk a lot about this on the Knapsack Files Discord server where I have serious conversations all the time. Kirsten McGee will tell you. You got to accept the love that's given to you sometimes. And you just got to let it happen, Amanda. You just got to let yeah. it happen. Someone wants to bring you a package of Hydrox cookies. You you take it and you eat them. I know. Yeah. It's true. I Hydrox. do need to accept. Because it's funny. I will do so much for someone else, but never expect the same in return. But it does catch up with you when you're like, wait a minute. I do so much for everyone else and no one does anything for me. Like, there's a problem there. Why am I always the one, you know? Um, Is that a shot at me? No, I'm not. I do. People do do things for me, but it's that feeling of like, I don't want anyone to be, I don't know. I like, don't stop what you're doing for me. Basically. It's just another day. (laughs) Don't, you know, it's not a big deal, but this is also, it, it does cause issues because for instance, when I fate in a, in a public mall. That's why this episode was titled. <laughs> I don't. Call. You fainted. Did you faint? Okay. I don't call anybody because I me, don't want to bother anybody. Okay. To help me. okay, Ken, let me set the stage here for you. All right. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I went up to uh, Lake Tahoe this past weekend to okay. celebrate my brother's birthday. Gotcha. And uh, I'm on a golf course, and I get I I put my phone on do not disturb when I'm on the golf course. And now I think I've learned my lesson mm-hmm. to not do that. Can't do that now. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Because. Um, I get a text that is long just fainted at the Grove outside Zara. They called an ambulance to check my vitals. I'll keep you posted. I'm like, what the wow. fuck? Oh my God. You can't. Like that. I just send him a text to him. I'm like, I'm not going to bug him. He's on the golf course. I won't call. I'll just let him know. That's... Hey, I fainted. I'm with the ambulance. Bye. For, first so of all, first I'm of with all. my brother yeah. and a couple of guys that I just met that are his buddies. And I'm like, hey, guys, my wife's pregnant. Just fainted at her mall. Uh, how many how many yards do we have to the bin? 165? Hold on. Let me That's call around. That's great. Out. I love this. I lo- First of all, kudos to the Grove Security Team, which used to be run by Andrews International, the company yes. I worked for to- for 12 years. Uh, where do they bring in the ambulance? Up up uh, Grove okay, Street? So I was, I just want to, I just want to preface this to let everyone know. First and foremost, I am okay. I am healthy. The baby is okay. I because of COVID, a lot of stores are only allowing a certain amount of people in the store. So mm-hmm. you have, they form a line outside. Right. Well, it was a hot day in California. Mm-hmm. The line was formed outside and was moving very slowly, or I should say just wasn't moving at all. So I was standing in the sun for a long period of time. 
pregnant, I was hot. Also, it's not uncommon. It's actually happens often than not that pregnant women do get very dizzy and faint because you are, you know, the baby's taking half your blood supply. I don't know if half is right, but you know, sounds like a pretty good number. Seems good. You, it's very easy, especially when you're standing for a long period of time for your blood to basically like rush away from your brain and you get faint. Um, mm-hmm. I did not know that though, because I hadn't experienced that feeling yet. Yep. So First time around. I was hot. I, I hadn't, I had just eaten, but I hadn't overall looking back, probably eaten enough that day mm-hmm. um, because it was already the afternoon, but I was kind of rushed around and I just thought, oh, I have to make this return really fast. I'm just going to like, that's your mistake. Rush right to the mall, return it. Could, and then I'll get lunch after. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm talking to a woman in front of me because she turns around and sees I'm pregnant and gives me her card. And she's so nice. She says, Oh, I'm a prenatal chiropractor. If you ever need treatment, please let me know. And she, we started chatting about back pain during pregnancy and all that. All I remember is feeling really out of breath. And I had a mask on, of course. Sure. And I've also had this cough, not COVID. Mm -hmm. Um, So on top of just being pregnant and out of breath in general all the time, I had the cough and the mask and I just felt like I couldn't breathe or catch my breath. So I pulled the mask down below my nose and I just said, sorry, just one moment. I need to catch my breath. Like I apologize for pulling my mask down. And she said, oh, it's okay. I I just said, I I need to catch my breath. That's all I remember saying. And then I said, actually, I think I'm going to step out of line. I think I need to sit down. And then I don't remember anything that happened except that I woke up on the ground with three women over me and people freaking out and landed on my butt because I remember my right butt cheek was really sore when I woke up Um, and I did not hit my head because I, they told me I didn't, they they actually told me it was very slow and graceful. So I guess I went down slowly. I don't know. My butt caught my fall. I'm just going to imagine, you know, that Amanda is going to do it graceful. If she's going to faint, it's going to like, do it like a dancer. Yep. It did. I I would imagine it felt because I completely blacked out. I don't remember what happened, but I, when I woke up, it felt quick. Like even she said, I, I came to pretty quickly and this sweet woman who owned this kiosk selling like evil eye jewelry or something, let me take her seat and put up a, a stool and put my feet uh-huh. up. And then some other woman went and bought me a water at the coffee okay. shop. And then this other woman stayed with me. And I, I will say that they're was probably one of thinking those, like, what's her deadbeat husband doing? Yeah. That, that was one of those things where I was like, you know what? There are still really amazing good people in the world that are willing to get out of their line and help someone, you know, help another woman. I just was like, you know what? Girl power. Um, at least you hit butt first, not bump first. Yeah, that's true. Okay. So, um, yeah, great. The, this is, this, I'm glad you're okay. This could have been, this could have been worse. Um, uh, did you almost fall into the fountain? How close were you to the fountain? I can't remember where Zara is. I wasn't in the awesome. fountain. So I was towards the farmer's market side. Yeah. Um, like, you know where Marmalade Cafe is? Or not. Is it Marmalade Cafe? Mar- Mar- Marmalade Cafe, which is the, on the farmer's market. By Dylan's yeah. Candy yeah. Store. Yeah. I was in that sort of corridor. Yeah. So the kiosk woman, That's, who was so kind. That's and Grove Drive. Yeah. Me, 
she, because she works for the Grove or works with the Grove, called security. Right. Security called 911 because he heard pregnant. a pregnant woman fainted. And the a fire truck pulls up, sirens blazing. I can hear them. No, I can hear them from down the street. I was like, oh my God, I hope that's not for me. Well, that's, sure uh, enough, it was an entire fire truck with probably engine. like four or five guys. That's what they, they have to go. It's from 61s. That's the station house down there. 61s. Okay. And then um, a few moments later, uh, more sirens. It was an ambulance came. And there were probably four more people, two women, which I was like, yes, go girls. <laughs> um, and I was surrounded by like, ow, oh, sorry. I was surrounded by like nine firemen and paramedic, fire women. None of which were her husband. <laughs> no. And they took all my vitals. They told me my blood sugar was slightly low. Also, it's not uncommon for a pregnant woman to faint. Right, right. And as long as I didn't fall out, on my bump, like on my belly or hit my head, like the baby would be unaffected. It's just, yeah, this is, this is back, which is good. Yeah. So it wouldn't affect the baby, but it just was more scary than anything else. Because I mean, yeah. I'm great. I was in public oh, and yeah. not alone because I had people to help me, but it also was super embarrassing. Like, you know, everyone's staring and they're like, what's going on? This woman fainted and she's pregnant. And oh my gosh. Oh, you, you have the so, patio and then the they asked, Cafe. you know, is, yep. can you, is there anyone you can call? I was like, no, I don't want to bug anybody. My husband's out of town. It's fine. And they're like, what? <laughs> uh, um, I've and been then there. I took myself to a really nice lunch and, and I ate, an entire bread basket and a salad. And Perfect. I felt great. So a salad, I would have had a steak. Here we are. This is great. I'm having, yeah. I'm having flashbacks, by the way, this is an incident report I'm writing in my head right now. Uh, and I want to make sure that my guys uh, asked you first, or if you were out and could not answer that someone else uh, was there to answer for you legally. If not, okay. Someone else called. That's a concern. That's a concern. I'm looking at that right now. They didn't ask you. They called ambulance. That's a liability for the security company. Uh, oh, really? Uh, that's why I would literally sometimes have to ask people with blood dripping from their forehead, do you want an ambulance? Because uh, if I call an, or if I call an ambulance and you didn't say so. I think he I, may have asked. But, you're, but here's the thing. If you're passed out, pregnant woman, it's going to be assumed that maybe an ambulance wants to be called. But yeah. I'm and having flashbacks. I know I, this, I would have been in my office looking at fantasy baseball school. And my friend Corey would have said, hey, man, I got a pregnant woman just fainted right on uh, Grove Drive. Uh, can you come on out here? Oh, yeah, okay. And I would have been at the scene going, hey, you want to you uh, pick up uh, pull house in the draft? <laughs> you go? Hey, she's going to be all right. He, I, he actually may have asked me if I wanted an ambulance. And I'm kidding. I mean, I'm not kidding. That's actually a big, big thing. But, um, but I definitely said I wanted my vitals checked. Like I, when yeah, you did. When the ambulance came, I was like, I definitely want to be checked. And then they asked me, do you want to be transported? And I was like, well, what do you, what would they do at the hospital? And he said, the same thing we're doing. I'm like, yeah. then no. That's it. And then that's, that's the other thing. Then you get in the ambulance because the engine shows up and then they determine, all right, call the RA. RA shows up and then you get in and then and that you want to be transported. And if you go, yeah, then they'll ask you, do you want the lights on? Because that's an extra like $700. Yeah. Don't get the lights on people if you don't need them. Okay, this is the thing though. I've never ridden in an ambulance and I kind of want to. I mean, not for any, not for to. a real reason. I just like, it's pretty fun. 
I, I got I got wheeled away to Cedar Sinai from the farmers market in an ambulance. Yeah, it's pretty fun. You you feel kind of cool. <laughs> Yeah, I was uh, I split my head open at a swim meet when I was nine and I and oh. I got uh, taken in an ambulance to the hospital. It was pretty sick. Yeah, that's why I'm wearing the headband. Is that why you got the headband? Yeah. <laughs> I just have to point out where Robbie said <laughs> my favorite question, where they hot firemen. It's for, raining of man. Course I had to check them all out, Robbie. And yes, there were a couple that were very hot. I will say though, they all share the same CrossFit gym for sure. I'm like, what are you guys like out of a catalog? Well, they <laughs> this, but they you, were definitely calendar guys because yeah. I was like, oh, this makes sense. These would be the Grove firemen. Yeah, 61s. I know. So my friend I used to work security with went on to be a fire. Uh, he's like a fire captain now, but he was over at 61s for a while. And I saw him there in that Marmalade Cafe. He, he was a good looking guy. And uh, we were talking. And then as the fire truck drove away, there was all these girls like they called me over and they, and they, and they went, yeah. And they're like, do you know who that firefighter was? And I was just like, oh, he's married. Don't worry about it with a kid. Don't worry about it. Oh, OK. Oh, God. And here comes Warren Romo coming in hot. Just Josh looking all kinds of bad in this story. You're not wrong, Lauren. I felt terrible about it. <laughs> he did feel bad, which is funny. So typically when Josh has been out of town, I'm, you know, I've been used to him being gone a lot. Yeah. I am, I have always been a very independent person. So yeah. I actually love alone time. I love me time. Like, I mean, I love having him around more, but I do very well when I'm alone. Same. For whatever reason, this was the first time he left since being pregnant and it was so much harder. I don't know if I'm just becoming more codependent. Okay. Or if I just feel like because I have this other human yeah. attached to me that I'm like, may, I need around more. I don't know. May May I propose this? On the off chance Josh <laughs> needs to leave for a golf trip with his buddies, please include <laughs> me as an emergency contact so I can come assist you as needed, Amanda. Or the fire department can call you. I, call me. I really... I really should have asked for help. But again, this is my personality being like, I don't want to bug Ken. It's a Sunday afternoon. He's probably doing something fun. I was building I, Legos I, on Twitch. I think I'll be okay. I think I can go. Guys, I, I got to <laughs> shut the Twitch stream down. Amanda fell into the Grove Fountain, passed out. Um, I mean, I'm legitimately like, I check my phone and I see like an idiot text from my cousin, a text from my friend. And then I see the word vitals from a text from Amanda. That's the first word that popped in my eyes. I'm like, what the but this is why, see, Grace so, and I, Grace and I get know. in an argument all the time. She makes me turn my phone off at night, like silent and this and that. I, my old job, I was on call for over 12 years, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Christmas, I never had a day off for 12 plus years, my old job. Um, so I'm used to it. Two, my dad had a heart attack a few years ago. And you once you get that call, you know, you're always ready to go. So I always get in that argument of like, I need to leave the phone on. Or I need to have I need to be able to get yeah. to emergencies at three in the morning, and I always lose the argument. But I'm going to put this as evidence as why I, I should always have the phone on. Yeah, I mean I have it on, but I have it on do not disturb. But I wake up like three times a night, so if there's a phone call from somebody <laughs> multiple times, and I you know vibrates fine. It, it, you know, five times your your coffee table's vibrating by the bed. You know, maybe there's a problem. You know, that that's all I'm asking for. Yeah, I, I yeah, I don't want to turn the ringer on necessarily, uh, but yeah. But like the texts from the East Coast start very early, and it's usually just like idiot friends or cousins or brother. You know what I mean? So, oh, you got Philly people. Yeah. Like this is that, that you know? I'm always terrified of not being at my phone when someone needs me. So yeah, yeah. I have it attached to me all the time. 
because that's my biggest fear is if someone calls me for help and I'm not there. Yeah. Um, but a lot of my friends, funny enough, are really bad at answering their phones. So well, no one who answers the phone now, like, like it's, I, I've been on two f- actual phone calls today, and that's the first time since night, like 2012. Yeah, but Ken, you know when I call you, you answer. That's the thing. When I call, you call, answer. But yeah, I, I called Matt Key today, my my friend and writing partner, his birthday today, and talked oh. to my dad to try to get the recipe for the salsa he, he makes. So two phone oh. calls. I haven't had two f- actual phone calls in, in literally five years. Are we going to make a queso on cutting the cheese? A little salsa, yeah, a little queso? Yeah, we are. Yeah. My dad Amanda's makes... favorite new show, Cutting the Cheese. Cutting the cheese, cutting the cheese. Um, is this weird? I did on a on a podcast, might have been a Patreon-only one, I don't remember. I did a, a, a little... A, I talked about how it's therapeutic and relaxing for me to cut on, like, onions and tomatoes and whatever. Um out of my just out of my own blue because because I've been cooking so much late. My dad today yeah. is like, all right, I'll give you the instructions, uh, the the directions for the salsa, but you might want to get a machine. I like cutting by hand because it's so therapeutic for me. I was like, whoa, oh, that's freaky, freaky. Yeah, I don't think my dad has ever chopped anything in a kitchen like in his life. He's never chopped anything. And my dad, when we like, my dad would order take out and make sure that they didn't like give us too many containers. He's like, put it all in one container. I don't want too much trash. They're like, sir, we can't put the steak with the mac and cheese. He's like, I don't care. My dad hates the kitchen, hates anything in the kitchen. I need Amanda brought a snack over because I have a snack. It's it's 200 degrees. Yeah. Yeah. Nervous about fainting. Guess what it is, Ken? Stuffing my face with cheese. Cheese is great. I had some of the diet cheese. I made some vegan bacon western cheeseburgers the other night that were del- wow. just wonderful, just wonderful. Um, but I do, I do kind of want a Carl's Jr. double western now. <laughs> Carl's Jr. I haven't had Carl's Jr. in. I've I only never had. had it. You've never. You. That's right. You've never had it. Have you had Hardee's over there? No. The same thing. Oh wow! Get a thick burger in the east. Get a western burger out here. We got to do My- that. Can we do that? Can we do a special Wanger drive-through? You going to Carl's Jr. for the first time? Sure, why not? I'll I'll take the food poisoning, no problem. It's fine. It just because the whole restaurant smells like a, a dirty wash rag doesn't mean the food does. <laughs> yeah, every time that I've even driven by a Carl's Jr., it looks like somebody's in there about to get stabbed. You know, <laughs> there's like a random like mangy dog that's made their way in there and yep. made a home and nobody's kicked it out yet. That's, that's always. That's accurate. Del Taco is much safer. Much, much, much safer. All right. So this is uh, your two-year wedding anniversary now? Three-year. Three. Wow. Three. Wow. Man, that Cherry Danish is three years old. Um, <laughs> what are some of your favorite memories about the wedding, the actual ceremony, that weekend? Um, what, what, what is still vibrant in your mind? Well... I will say I still have some slight PTSD from before the wedding. Sure. Sure. I just, so do I. I look back and wish that I'd just been more relaxed yeah. because I was so worried about everyone else being happy and pleased. I never really like enjoyed or did the things that I wanted to do yeah. leading up till the wedding. Yeah. Um, but then the on the actual wedding day, 
I mean, my favorite part was obviously walking down the aisle to see him cry like a baby. (laughs) Right. Um, And our dance was really fun and we worked on it for a while, which was fun. Dance was great. Um, Honestly, it was such a whirlwind. I feel like I blacked out. Like, you, you remember everything that happened, but there were just so many people there and you're talking to so many people that those little moments where you're having conversations with someone you maybe haven't seen in a long time, family from Pittsburgh, you almost forget that that happened. Yeah. Um, so my I, biggest pet peeve was that everybody was like, make sure you take a little moment just for you and your wife, like get away from the reception and take a moment. We have a, we have 10 seconds. You can't. You can't. It's like, you can't. it's so hard to do that. I understand yeah. some people can, yeah. but Especially like Josh is a party person. Also, our wedding, like we had a lot of people for the size mm-hmm. property. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, you couldn't escape. And like, we you couldn't. know, we're trying to keep the problems from you. Like, we're not trying to let you know that David Griffin has disappeared and is lost, <laughs> and that we couldn't find him out there. <laughs> we're trying to keep that from you. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, first rate Nate coming in hot. Coming in oh, hot. Super chat. That is so nice. Oh, first rate Nate. Look at that. Happy anniversary, guys, from first rate Nate. He is uh, really a uh, first rate Nate. I forget uh, that he now goes by so JW Bassman. Thank you. By the way, first rate Nate going by the YouTube handle JW Bassman is like some George Costanza Kramer level like chicanery. You you forgot the numbers too. It's it's literally like his it's his passcode for his wireless. It's like JW Bassman 22,001, 22,001, 220,001. This is literally like, I couldn't get Josh Makuga for my email. So I have Josh Makuga 2286484874221. What is that? That's my first phone number. First rate Nate. He's a champion there. Uh, Lauren Roma is a great question right below that there. Thank you, first rate Nate. Um, Would you change anything looking back? I would change my attitude, I think. I would change okay. just feeling like you. Know, Let's just set the scene again, here, real excuse quick. Me, I'm not finished because once again, I was so worried about everyone else and didn't want to inconvenience anyone. Mm-hmm. But I really should have just taken everyone's advice, yeah. or not advice, but like everyone says, "This is your day. This is your day." I'm like, it's not though. I really should have said, you know what? F it. It is my day and I'm going to do everything I want to do and I'm going to do it the way I want to do it and I'm going to love it. And, you know, I, but I was just so worried about everyone else and making sure that everyone had, that everyone was comfortable and not inconvenienced and it was easy to get there. And it was, you know, um, so I'd say I would change my, my, like, I wish I was just more calm about everyone else and just let them deal with it and taking it as like, it's my day. So F you all. (laughs) Uh, I will say on the 28th, which is two days before our wedding is my brother's birthday. And uh, I went into town and I, and I wanted to like, so my family was already there and I wanted Amanda to come see everybody, but you know, getting into Carmel from her house about 30 minutes, but all those people came and I asked a couple friends, like, make sure Amanda gets into town tonight so we can hang out. And all I got was like like angry texts and phone calls from her okay. all night of the 28th. Like, I can't believe you're not here. My friends think you're a bad husband. Okay, I'm like, this, this is, is bullshit. I, he's right. He's right. This is absolute bullshit. Okay. He's bullshit. totally I, I should have come. I should have not. I would have had more fun, honestly, going with him. 
but I was, I don't deal well with peer pressure. And my friends were like, I don't know why he's here. You need to relax. You need to eat something. Let's like enjoy ourselves. But you know what? It was karma was a bitch that weekend because I'll tell you what, I did stay home and I did eat with my friends and I woke up with a fat pimple on my chin the day before my wedding. So <laughs> I, karma I, learned, I learned karma was a bitch. I should have gone with Josh, but I was listening to my friends who were saying like, oh my God, I can't believe he's not here with you. You like, we need to stay here and relax and have some wine. And oh my gosh. I got this, this thing. Like these are the memories that I'm going to have of our wedding. Is you ditching me on the 28th? I was like, this is fucking ridiculous. I said you that. did say I was that. Mean. I was mean, which wasn't me. It wasn't who I am. It really wasn't. I've never done that. I think he has like, he has. Here's the funny one, Ken. So, uh-huh, uh-huh. you know, we have that, we have the rehearsal lunch and then we had that welcome party at the, the place with the roof, you know? Yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah. The love that. Love that spot. Go for an eye. Oh. And, and so Amanda's leaving and she's like, you know, going to go back to the ranch so she can wake up early with all the girls. Cause you know, the girls wake up early and start doing their makeup at like 4 a.m. Why? <laughs> and, and so Ben was like, I feel like Ben is my brother for those listening and watching. Ben said, you know, I feel like we should do one, you know, like a nightcap somewhere. And I said, well, there's really only one bar in town. Right. And so we we went to Barmel and we closed that place down. Is that the one where we watched football, too, that morning? No, that was Brophy's. That was across town. Oh, Which, okay. When Josh says he closed that place down, bars in Carmel closed at about 11 p.m. Yeah, so he wasn't really out that But late. still, like a couple of the girls come up like, oh, my God, you're Amanda um, Gordon's soon-to-be husband. I was like, yep. And they're like, the wedding's tomorrow. Local like, celeb. Local celeb. I was like, yep. And then I'm like, are you buying me a shot? Who's buying shots? Let's get weird. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I woke up that next morning and I was like, man, I didn't want to be hungover for my wedding. And I wasn't, but. I was definitely a little like sluggish. I would say. I think we were both a little sluggish for different reasons. But as soon as I saw him walking down the aisle, I felt like an immediate like weight lifted, and yeah, that was that was my favorite part of the wedding was probably walking down the aisle. But I do feel like I ran down the aisle. I felt like I was going so fast, and my parents, who both walked me down. We're probably like, slow down. But I just was like, I felt like I was sprinting across the grass. No, I don't. Yeah, no, I don't remember that at all. No, 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 no. I don't I don't think you did. I think it was great. No, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, you, you remember the positive things. That's great. Yeah. yeah. I don't remember or, me sitting here with the marriage license, license going, God, I, I didn't mess this up. <laughs> I don't remember that. Yeah, well, I mean, I will say that what I thought was going to be like the worst part of the wedding, which is the hour after the ceremony, when it's just up taking pictures before we can actually go enjoy ourselves, it flew by. That was actually kind of fun. I didn't mind that. I, I, thought, I, like, I thought you were about to say, I, you know, what I thought was going to be the worst part of the wedding, which was your uh, officiating, turned out not to be. <laughs> the ceremony was amazing. I mean, you know, people still talk about in the Carmel Salinas, Carmel Valley, Monterey <laughs> County, greater, greater Monterey County area. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I just, um, you'll know. You- yeah. Never forget half your family calling me the priest. Was, yep. Yeah, that was amazing. Yeah. And I've officiated weddings before where I was yeah. drinking and, and like a little kid would be like, hey, mom, the kid, the priest is drinking. Is that allowed? It's like, yeah, he's not a priest. He's just a hey, mom, the, the priest has his shirt off and is humping the floor on the dance floor. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yeah, that's uh, uh, Lord that Romo says, Lord Romo says, wait, Ken officiated the wedding. 
Is that not known around these parts? Is it so long ago in distant history that uh, people don't uh, recall that part of the uh, of the affair? Yeah. The star of the wedding. Star. People I've, uh, didn't yeah. mention what a great officiant you were, Ken. Totally. Thanks. I've done two. I'm two for two. Matt Matt Key and Brittany Wallach's uh, wedding, and and uh, that went off well. And uh, I've God bless it. Yours was more nerve wracking because. At the time, Amanda, I knew you slightly less, and I know you more now for sure. And we had that podcast where I really was like, all right, but like, you know, I don't like, I don't know Amanda's boundaries. Am I going to make a Bo Jackson joke in this and she's going to storm off? I don't know. No. You know, now I'd, now I'd know. Oh, there, that's, I've, I've never seen that photo. Have I seen that There's one? There's a good one. It looks that's like, it, I think that was maybe during, uh, from right here. From right here, it looks like you photoshopped a weird lurker in a Walmart picture frame thing behind you. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good oh god yeah but but you know because i i think people you know i've we I, I think we talked about it before but like not one word of my uh, 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 uh words or whatever you want to call it my, my program was approved by you guys i you heard it all up there for the first time yeah yes, totally. and it was amazing there's me crying with well, so yeah, ken in the background was, yeah that's and, a classic and same same with uh same with the uh, key and and, and britney like and I don't, and because I would, as a performer, I don't want it any other way. Like if I'm going to make you cry in a good way with something I say during a wedding, I want it to be in the moment, not that Amanda's been like, "All right, here comes that one part I like. Let me work up some tears." Like I want, I want honest, but also in yours, I, there was a lot of jokes, <laughs> and I could have gone really bad. Like it could have been really bad if I was yeah. like, "All right, let's talk about the Steelers," and like Amanda's like, "Oh dear God, the Steelers!" So it worked out. It was perfect. Yep. There was, uh, I mean, the the best was my one uncle who's very, very Catholic. He, yeah. he came up to me. He came up to me the Christmas after our wedding, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And he said, you know, Josh, uh, it was an amazing wedding. <laughs> and it's the first wedding I've ever been to where the Steelers were mentioned more than twice in an actual ceremony. <laughs> And as somebody who's very Catholic, I was skeptical at first of not seeing, you know, somebody in our family get married in a church. But when he mentioned the Steelers, I figured it's all good. It's all, it's all good. good. I mean, I got a on that first that Franco Harris Steelers. I got like standing ovation applause. I mean, there was claps. <laughs> it yeah. was crazy. That side of, I mean, all all sides, but like the Makuka side stood up like that is the immaculate reception. <laughs> that it is. Was Definitely catered to both sides for sure. My family being a non-sport yeah. family yeah. probably didn't really get that joke, but you had other bits in there that yeah. definitely it flowed so nicely for both if, sides. If I was to do it again now, I definitely would work in you wearing a helmet on a horse. I definitely had that bit, Amanda. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Yeah. No need for Amanda to wear a helmet on a horse. She's actually Annie Oakley. Uh, yeah. let's get, let's get a little shout out to craft the Jedi 66 MC in here. Everyone been at my grandmother's funeral all day. So nice and refreshing to come home and wind down with you guys. Hey man, sorry about your grandpa. Aww. I'm sure he was an amazing guy. So sorry yeah. to hear that. Cheers. You're well loved. Cheers, dude. But Have a little vision. positivity is celebrate, always nice. Celebrate the life, you know. Cheers with my big. Yeah. Laughter's <laughs> always the first thing to return that feels normal, I say. You know, it's the first kind of thing to like, is it okay to laugh again? And, and uh, yes. yeah, that's a great way. So Craft the Jedi, we we share uh, in, in the memory, but also uh, in, in you uh, moving forward and carrying the, carrying the legacy of your grandfather forward. Totally. Uh, dude, I had that yesterday. I mean, so we went, um, 
we had like our day was originally supposed to go one way, but like some things happened. So we didn't really get to do what we originally planned for the anniversary. It was totally fine. So we went to go get lunch and I parked the car and I was waiting for Amanda to like go pick it up and then come back. We we're just going to eat it at home. Right. Yeah. And so I'm scrolling through Instagram and there's this story of this, this grandfather who uh, left a bucket of baseballs at a local batting cage and said, these are free. Um, I used to throw them to my son and then eventually my grandson, but they moved away. And what I wouldn't give to throw just a few more, three more balls in a batting cage. So treat these well and hug your loved ones. And I just started sobbing in in the car, just sobbing. And Amanda comes in and she's like, hey. And I'm like, oh God, it's and I'm like, I was like, I call my dad. He's like, my grandpa used to throw baseballs to me in a batting cage. And he, and he was, and like, she was like, oh, okay, all right, take it. And then two hours later, I turn on the TV and what's on, Ken? What movie could possibly be on? I feel the dreams. Correct. Dad, it was you want to have a catch? And I just start sobbing again. That'll get me. Is, I, 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 w- I would like to say he's become more emotional since becoming a, semi like half father but um he's always been this emotional and i got in the car with our sandwiches and he was just i'm like what is wrong is everything okay he's like yeah just this really sweet story and then i read it and of course i had a million questions i'm like wait a minute why does his son not come see him anymore they can still play catch why do you have to give the balls away? Why can't the kid, the son, do they not have a relationship anymore? That's horrible. And I was just like, shut up and let me remember my batting cages. <laughs> Child arrived just the other day. Came Dude. in the world in the usual way. Yeah. I've definitely become more emotional with pregnancy sure. because of hormones. And so I, I think I cry more now. Josh has just always kind of been a crier, but. And as I, I hung it. up the phone, it occurred to me, my boy was just like me. My boy was just like me. And the cats in the cradle and the silver Because that's a song blue and man in the moon. When you're coming home, son, I don't know when, but we'll get together then. That's sad. I didn't know that. No Harry I really can't wait till I see Amanda it. clearly listens to lyrics and songs. Come on. I'll, Cats in the Cradle, Harry Chapin, also his song W-L-O-L-D. I am the morning DJ on W-O-L-D-D-D-D. No? Okay. <laughs> wait. Yeah. First rate Nate just said, I don't know. How did you feel about the movie Arrival? I, I don't know. Why does this never work? I, don't know. I love that is. movie. I don't know where this question came from. I fell asleep twice. I couldn't get through it. But I do not like sci-fi or alien stuff. Wait, that is the alien movie with Amy Adams, right? Yeah, with the thing in the right. jigs. I loved that movie. Yeah. Loved it. Like, I it. sobbed. Yeah. I, I've okay. seen it several times now, and I love it every time. Which, okay. I'm, t- I'm not a sci-fi person. Yeah, me either. Not an alien. We went to see it in the theater and I fell asleep at the beginning and then woke up and then fell asleep at the end. Like it was a <laughs> double bed. You, you and I, people hate us, Josh. They hate us. When we were on Collider, it'd be like, did you like uh, Avengers? I mean, I fell asleep during it. What? <laughs> what? I'm like, yeah, sorry. Uh, the Avengers Endgame, like I, uh, I fell asleep at one point. Avengers Endgame, I'm sitting next to Christian Harloff and then next to him, I think, was Dennis. Yeah. And and then at one point, 
I, I fell asleep and I woke up and they were both just staring at me. Like, how dare you fall asleep in this movie? And I'm like, guys, it's at two 30. It's dark. It's this comfortable seat. I mean, I, I don't, I can't tell you the last time I went to a theater and didn't fall asleep. If it wasn't like bad boys for life, I stayed awake yeah. for sure. Well, also keep in mind, Harloff and Dennis and Thad and others witnessed you and I falling asleep at that company meeting in New York to oh, where the point man, that you, that. you and I almost got fired. <laughs> we I think up. I like leaned onto your arm. You, you and I fell asleep on each other at this company meeting in a, in a club in New York while the CEO was on stage dropping F-bombs because he was trying to be like that hip CEO, like Howard yeah. Dean running for president. And, and, and everyone looks over and I'm like on a, and been in the company a month and a half and there's you and me. <sighs> Uh, what happened? I, I used to love going to movies. I would even, I'm the weirdo that loves to go alone because you don't talk to people in the movie. So I really yeah. don't mind going to movies alone. Yeah. Josh thinks I'm weird for that. Or, I, I, or, I, I remember go, you saying that yeah, a long time ago. I thinking that time, yeah. weird. And he'll go out to lunch by himself and not think that's weird. I'm not. No, I don't. I, I like to sit at bars and eat lunch, but I'll never sit at a table alone. Oh, see, I've I done. I I've care. done that, but usually I'll make sure I have a notepad with me, so at least I'm working on something. But I'll go to the bar, <laughs> the bar, get a bar top, a, a high top. Oh You're God. just doodling. You're yeah, just doodling. well, I'll, I'll, I'll be like, I got to work on a script idea today, but I'll get a salad at Chili's. But really, it, that that's fine. I, I can do it. But but the bar thing's great. Wander into a bar and go to the you know I, counter. And, yeah, I don't mind going alone to places at all, except for when I faint. Then that's really yeah, that's, fun to be alone. But yeah. I used to love going to movies. I can't go. We can't go anymore because Josh falls asleep to everything in the theater. It's like a waste of money for him because he just is like. Brian Brawler says, listen, dang, those are hilarious stories, but at least I have an excuse. I have narcolepsy. I swear I've never been tested for it, but I know I have a form of it. I know I have a form of narcolepsy. And this isn't to to mock or, or belittle anyone with that situation. I'm I'm not I don't think you're wrong because that time you fell asleep on the exercise ball and collider. <laughs> Literally <laughs> on can, one of those big squishy chair exercise balls, Josh no, fell asleep. I know, but what, we were so we were shooting this sketch, and I was like laying frontwards on it because it was the only thing to like use around the set, and I just and we're oh. like talking, like Josh, Josh, what do you, uh, what do you think? Is he asleep? And just like his hand, like he was floating, like a dead man float, just on this exercise ball. <laughs> slowly, it was slowly rolling back and forth, like BB-8, like. Oh wow. He can kind of fall asleep anywhere, totally. and only he only needs like a ten minute nap, and he's like back. Great, yeah. There's no way I'd have to nap for like at least an hour he, to feel. He does normal. that in cars. He does that in cars all the time. You you go walk out there and collider again, and going across the street, and you'd be like, "There's Josh." And he oh, he's ten minute power nap. I have to. I can't. I don't like. I really don't enjoy caffeine. Yeah. Um, because it makes me feel all jittery and weird, but I'm still tired. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's fair. I would rather be able to like sneak off somewhere. Do you remember when we were first started working at Collider and I would sleep behind the set on the on the sandbags? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and then we got, and then unfortunately we got that room away from everybody in the writer's room. We'd lock the door and I'd sleep on that couch. Well, because remember, we had a writer's room and there was a couch in there. And at one point they'd like try to take the couch away. And we were like, the F you will take away our writer's couch. And they're like, well, why do you need it? We're like, yeah. that's where we sleep. 
Well, I don't know if that's a reason to keep the couch. Yeah. Yes. We're writers. <laughs> we need to sleep. I mean, we need our, our mental, you know, whatever. Our writing, mental sleep, our mental recharge, our recharge. Professional writing is all about waiting to the last minute. I just finished a project on Tuesday or Monday night that was due Tuesday. I had eight days to do it. I didn't start it till Monday night. That's how you do it. You sleep the whole totally. time and figure I it never out. Under- I never understood the kids that could like write a paper. Don't trust before them. Before it was due. I don't trust right? those people. Like people yeah. wear, uh, don't wear I helmets on horses. I was one of those. Procrastination. Procrastinating is the worst. Yeah, and I do it too oh. often. Oh, every, every time I tell myself next time I'm not going to do that. And the next time yeah. I do. So might as well. And then you do it. Mm-hmm. Lauren Roma says to be a fly in, in the wall in the old Collider studio. Those were good days. Yeah. Yeah. There, there could be a documentary filmed. There could be a documentary okay. made. Two people only, would watch it, but yeah, I was going to say only like 150 people would watch it, but yeah, it would yeah. be fun to make. Yeah, uh, we are almost out of here today. Um, <laughs> I think my garage door is open, and I don't want someone to steal my Ewok. Because, um, <laughs> but I, also, Ken, speaking of Ewoks, yes, gosh, I'm so bad at promoting my own show. Um, here, here we go. Uh, it, well, it's Riley's show, Riley's Cantina, with me and Mark Riley, live October 10th, 7 p.m. Pacific time. That stream lives up for a couple days once you have the link. But you can get tickets at TicketWeb.com or go to my website and link to it. Here's the thing. Special guests uh, confirmed right now uh, involved with the show. Special appearances by Joseph Grimshaw, Gen- Jennifer Landa, Whoa. Uh, uh, Rachel Cushing. All right. Whoa. I'm sneaking that one out there. Uh, Nathan okay. Hamill. Uh, Whoa. And a special, really special appearance by Josh McCuga. And, and there's more. I can't, I just, there's at least one I can't confirm yet. So I don't want to announce it and have it not be true. Um, but it. that's part of the show. It's a comedy variety hour. Uh, you know, uh, it's going to be, it's going to be fun. going to be different. Uh, and then you I get- think so too, Ken, is that I'm going to be asking some of my stupid Star Wars questions. I've been working on them. So mm. it's the best. We're excited. We're excited. Uh, so yeah. So check it out. Uh, Mark Riley and I put the links out, but you can uh, also go to uh, KenNapsock.com, Kem, Kem Napsock, KenNapsock.com, and uh, go to uh, the, the events page. Um, oh, look at that, Brian the Brawler. That, he says, in with a- I don't know why I'm donating this money, but I like <laughs> you people, so this is happening. 10-minute naps are the best thing ever. Thanks, Brian. Oh, thank uh, you. Oh, Brian, that's great. Um, Team 10 minutes. Team 10 minutes. That is so nice. And I wish I could be a 10 minute napper, but listen, if you guys, it's not so much a donation as it is. Keep help keeps the lights on. Yeah, no. Basically. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, but, yeah, but baby to feed now. No, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's some, kidding, that's a, that's at least a can of two of baby mush, right? Is that what they call it? The yeah. Baby, yeah mush. baby mush. Baby yeah. mush. Okay. Yeah. Good. So. What's great about the, that I'm not able to take naps. Actually, this is not great. I should reconsider this, but I feel like I'm used to going on little sleep now and i can't take naps during the day so maybe that'll help me with the baby i don't know actually this is probably going to backfire and be horrible but yeah i think uh i'm like i'm really scared about kids because one i'm always going to be tired that's not not like i'm going to raise a great child i know i'm very excited to have one it's going to be a lot of fun Mm -hmm. but i'm also very scared that like i'm going to be in the car and be like hey 
listen, we're going to have to pull over for five minutes because dad needs a little power nap. So everybody chill out. Oh, gosh. I think you'll be all right. I think you're going to do this fine. We took class. We took this, this like newborn basics class virtually. And the woman asked like, if there's, if there's one thing you're most afraid about with having a newborn, what is it? And I said, sorry, TMI, but breastfeeding, because it can be really difficult. I, most women, I think want to plan on doing it, but it doesn't always work out that way. And I've just heard that that's one of the most difficult things with having a newborn. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it comes easy to some people and others it doesn't. So I said, that is my biggest fear. Josh said. Naps. He's afraid of losing sleep, <laughs> not getting enough sleep. Meanwhile, who has to wake up with the baby to feed it in the middle of the night? Me. I mean, Josh will. He's just going to, and he's a deep sleeper. Even if I, he did with the baby and I pumped or something and he uh-huh. could feed, if he, and he could feed her. I'm going to wake up hearing the noises. He's out like a light. He will never hear me or the baby. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Did we, uh, uh, another one from Whoa, JW Bassman, uh, 22,000. Again? Just oh, because diapers are expensive, size two and up, they don't stay in newborn long. Oh. Yeah, we have so much newborn clothes, and they're gonna be newborn That's for like all eight seconds. I tell you, first rate oh Nate's the best. First rate Nate, uh, that is so nice. Thank you. And you're right, diapers do get expensive. Yeah. Um, first rate Nate, Bryant the brawler. That's just you. Get you both are just uh, great folks. Um, helping uh, helping there for the diapers. Uh, diapers are important. I'll, I'll need diapers in about five years. <laughs> Oh, you guys have seen, I mean, I'm sure many of you have seen what mm. newborn diapers look like, but wow, they're like little doll diapers. It, I can't believe a human fits in those things. Yeah, yeah. it's, uh, yeah, right? Yeah, and I imagine 18 years after that. Yeah. All right, um, should we wrap this one up, kids? This was a yeah. fun episode. We got to relive some stuff. I'm just, more than anything, I'm, I'm glad Amanda's okay. Yes, me too. <laughs> Ken, I'm telling you, like, okay, so to wrap this story up, I know full circle, whatever. So I'm on, we're playing this really nice course in Lake Tahoe. And um, And I I, ruined his day by calling. No, it actually, I wasn't playing very good golf until she called. And then afterwards I was on fire. So I don't know what that means. (gasps) But, but so, but so I get the call. I'm on the, and my brother looks at me. I'm like, I just cover the phone. I was like, Amanda just fainted at the Grove. And he just goes, you fucking idiot. I was like, like, I leave the house for like all of an hour. Like I'm gone 24 hours and she faints at the Grove. So we we're like two holes later and Ben's like, how's Amanda doing? And I was like, good. He's like, are you going to be married when you get home? (laughs) (laughs) So like doing, I'm fine being alone and doing things alone. That was actually probably the biggest scare, but it was more so for the baby. I was Uh, like, eh, I'm fine. Just check on the yeah, that's inside my body. Like, I, is she okay? Um, yeah, I would, I would have loved this though, if this was Josh on the phone with his brother on the golf course. Amanda fainted. Can I, can I go first? <laughs> can I tee up? Can I tee it off would. first? I bet uh, that's probably why he played so well, is because the guys were kind of like, let's let Josh have this one. Josh, his wife Josh, Josh, you go it, you go it. Uh, but Amanda, you're gonna put me down as an emergency contact. All right. I'll, yes. I'll come down. I'll, I'll get in the Mustang. I'll, I'll fire up the Mustang, head on down. Uh, are, are you going fast? I got to go get a pregnant lady from the Grove Fountain. Yeah. 
Thanks, Ken. You means a lot, Ken. Thanks. Not only our efficient, but also our emergency, emergency contact. contact. All right. I think that's it. I think we are wrapping up the episode number 123 titled The Boobs Are Heavy. Uh, here, the yeah. afternoons with Josh, Ken, and Amanda, a silly a look at a very hot, fainty world. It doesn't matter when you listen, Ken, as long as you're away from your wife when she fates at a large outdoor mall. It's always the afternoon. Hey, all right.